rugby season's back underway at most levels now in Wales. How nice is it to say that in the intro to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast? We're here for one of those. Community games are quite some length. One of the derby matches going on all around Wales. What's it like to be playing and refereeing again after such a long time? The first tickets have gone on sale for Wales' mouth-watering autumn internationals with New Zealand, Australia and South Africa, as well as Fiji, coming to Cardiff to play in front of four crowds. Jonathan Davis captain Wales in the summer, and he's looking forward to the new season after a bit of a break. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed a, f- a few weeks off after the Argentina series, and um, that last season with Covid was, was tough, I think, for everyone. You know, you needed a bit of downtime just to get away from it and you know, switch off because it was, you know, testing physically and mentally, really, having to be careful with all the COVID protocols and bubbles and whatnot. And it was good to finally get it over with, i got to say. Because that final game with Argentina as well, and the searing heat here, that must have been hard work. You must have been glad for a break. Cause like you're saying, it's been a, a tough couple of years because it felt like two never-ending back-to-back seasons. That Argentina game was you know, hugely disappointing. The performance the week before, I thought we would grow in confidence and you know, put up a bit more of a fight. But I think it probably was a telling tale of the, the amount of rugby the boys have played and the length of the season. And you know, Boys who have been exposed to test rugby for the first time and it was their first taste of that. And you know, Hopefully we can learn from it and um, whoever's playing the autumn grow from it. Looking ahead now to the autumn today, it's going on sale, people getting excited about the All Blacks and the rest come in. Did that summer and the kind of growing pains perhaps for those new players remind you of the previous autumn and the, the groundwork you have to lay for future campaigns? I think when you lose so many boys to the Lions and injuries, it's a positive that you have more boys exposed to Test Match Rugby, but then you know, at times there wasn't much experience as well and you, you do need a good mix of that. And you know, Hopefully, you know, although we lost the series, hopefully you know, we can gain some positive outcomes from it. How do you see this autumn going? Because there are going to be four tough matches. Your players available unlike the, the previous autumn. How do you look at it at this point in time? Oh, look, it's hugely exciting. I think just to start with having full capacities back in, in the stadium, it's hugely exciting. I think personal note, I've you know, struggled massively with not having crowds. I think it's one of the best things about being a professional rugby player is getting the bus into Cardiff, seeing the fans outside, and then you're coming out to sing the anthem and seeing all those red jerseys. So for me, you know, hopefully I get the opportunity to do that, and I think everyone is looking forward to it. The games itself are going to be extremely difficult, but you know, as a team, we want to test ourselves against the best. And you, know, you look at the opposition, it's definitely for the best teams in world rugby, and that's exciting, that's a challenge that we, we have and um, there is going to be pressure on us to perform but I think the group of players that we picked will enjoy that pressure to put out performances in front of crowds for the first time in a long time. Yeah, you're making us excited now. Speaking of crowds, full houses, especially with New Zealand in town, does it still have that kind of X factor for you as players, that picture in particular, a bit of magic? You know, it's one of the reasons why you play is to have that big crowd against the best teams and you want to test yourself. And I think there is no place like a principality when, when it's full. I've been fortunate to experience some great moments here with full crowds and to see that coming back, obviously with ticket sales going on on sale today and you know, hopefully 
the Welsh public will be excited about that as well. You know, I think we're Six Nations champions and we have a very tough autumn coming, but the work that Wayne and the coaching staff has done is going to put the squad in a good position to really compete. For yourself, John, how did you enjoy captaincy and how do you see your game after you've been back now from injury for a while? Are you feeling good in yourself? Yeah, I enjoyed the captaincy role. It was added responsibility and you know, making sure that to lead your country is a very proud moment for me. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. enjoyed working with the group. They were excellent. I thought their work ethic was great. And, um, you know, for me, it's making sure that I've had this break now and it's, it's uh, important that I kick on when I go back into the Scarlets and really start the year well. You know, I was probably frustrated with how broken the season was. But, you know, hopefully that's all behind us now. And... Um, I can just concentrate on getting back to where I want to be. The crowds, is that something you always drew on as a player? And, and did, was it difficult in the absence of them to, to kind of almost get yourself up for them? How do you explain it? Yeah, I think you pretty much nailed it there. I think it's like when you've played a number of regional games and test matches, mm. certain things that like spark you and playing for your country, you always got a spark. But when you get that bus ride in from the Vale, you see the cars, the fans, you know it's showtime then. That's where you get that added bit of adrenaline. And yeah, like I personally found it really difficult with no crowds. You know, it's pressure. That's, that's what you know the boys love, is that added pressure of performing in front of thousands of people. And, and it's not quite the same when the stands are empty. You whip yourself up in the change room, especially when you're captain. You get everybody up and then you walk out and the silence. I suppose, yeah, exactly. A bit weird, yeah. There's an it? echo, yeah. Was there anything you could do with it as a group to try and people talk of you know creating your own atmosphere? Yeah, obviously, if you know you start well and you perform well, you, you get that buzz around the squad. But I think it was, I think people were trying to over overthink it as well. Certain teams would turn up with 14, 15 traveling reserves just to make extra noise, you know, and <laughs> people were trying hard to create their own atmosphere. But inevitably, I think you have a job to do, and if you perform and execute your roles, and that comes naturally that buzz but when you run out and you hear the stat like even even in the summer having 8,000 people there was a huge difference to what it was in the Six Nations yeah. and times that by 10 nearly and it's going to be special I'm pretty sure of that it was weird for us when you were at the grounds because we could hear the players talk yeah which you, you know you couldn't before was it weird for you? Because you could hear all that, whereas I guess a lot of the times it's drowned out by the crowd. Was it? Oh, was it? Did it feel almost like like a competitive training session at times because of that? Um, well, I think it's it's difficult because like when when you're in the moment, you are just concentrating on what you need to do. You probably get people's attentions a lot easier with no crowds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after games, when you know there's a full crowd and you know, you're trying to get someone's attention during a game and they can't hear you, and then after the game, you you know. Obviously, I hopefully have a good win, and then you can t- talk about that, like how loud it was, and yeah. you couldn't hear, and I'm just five meters away. And it's looking forward to the whole aspect of that again, and mm. we're going to have to get used to that again, because we're boys who might start their international careers during COVID. They're going to have to get used to that noise. So you know, it's going to be a great experience for us all, whoever's playing. But. Test match rugby is back to what it normally is. Yeah, ben Carter was saying before the summer he'd never played in front of a crowd in a professional rugby match. I think maybe once for the Dragons. It's just, it is surreal. You, the other thing you said which was interesting was about the fractured nature of the season. Can you yeah. expand on what you meant a bit there? 
I just think with certain games being called off, stop start, I think boys like to play in a run of games. You know, if you get five or six games in a block, yeah. you feel in a better position as a rugby player, personally anyway. Where you're playing like two weeks, one break and so on, it, it, it is difficult to get that uh, consistency. So for me personally, I, I like to play as much as I can because I think I play better then. Mm. So to me, that's where my frustration came from. You were part of the Six Nations title winning team. You're captain for the summer. Did you look back on it with positives to counterpoint the slight negatives you talked about? And how do you kind of reflect on your own form overall last season? There's definitely like you know huge positives to win the Six Nations again and to captain my country. But I reckon like most players would think you know because of the difficulties of being in bubbles, mm. um, everyone in lockdowns as well, and your family's in lockdowns, not being able to see friends and families. You know, it was probably one of the most difficult seasons you, everyone's been involved in. And it was just the nature of the beast, just have to keep on going and you know, hope we are where we are today, where you know, things are looking a bit more normal and yeah. you know, we, we can enjoy that. And personally, I just felt that you know, obviously coming back from the knee injury and then picking up a bump just after Christmas wasn't ideal and you know, that's gone now and the opportunity I got to come back in the Scarlets and, you know, hopefully hit the ground running. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Try and park what happened last year and just, just move on because you know, I think everyone would have been frustrated with certain aspects of the whole season, whether it was their performance, crowd or whatever. You feel sorry for the boys who had their first caps. Yeah. games behind closed doors you know hopefully that won't ever happen again you know so um it's, it's good to hear that like ticket sales are going on and you know we can have people back in yeah you've got you've got a chance to move forward with yeah. a new season and that's that's, that's what that's i'm looking point, forward yeah. to I, I was able to finish the season with no bumps i've had a rest i'm excited for that challenge now things are changing the scarlets you know there, there's competition and there's crowds coming back so for me everything like drives me to want to perform is there and it's just yeah. down to me to make sure that like I keep working hard and you know I deliver the standards that I set myself yeah. and you know if I can do that I know I can be a positive for you know any team that picks me you've still got a lot to aim at yeah and the biggest thing you've got to aim at as everyone has you're a, uh, a part of a, an elite group who's beaten New Zealand as a Welsh player albeit with the Lions there aren't many yeah but that is like the ultimate goal, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, World Cup certainly, Six Nations, but we haven't done this for so long. And I just wondered how much that drove you on and how much better you're all going to have to be to meet that sort of challenge. Yeah, no, I think it, one of the, the historians here said he was only uh, in his, a bump in his, uh, with his mum. And that mm. shows how old, if your historian wasn't alive when we were speaking to New Zealand last, it tells the tale. But I think they are the, you know, the hardest team to play against in world rugby. But it's the biggest challenge and fortunate enough to have beaten them on the Lions tour. But for me, it's, it would be great to beat them at home here. I think once we, uh, a couple of years ago, a half time we went in and we were like, right, just finish the game here. We'll take that. Um, so I think at half time we, we class ourselves as winners. But obviously they just shows how good they are. The last 10, 15 minutes, they just pretty much run away with it because... Yeah. When it gets to 70 to 80 minutes, they still execute their roles, where some teams probably tail off a bit. That's why they're regarded as probably the best in the world at playing rugby, because they're able to do that for the full 80 minutes. Yeah. And that, that is a challenge everyone has, and especially us as, as a Welsh team. I think we've always talked about finishing games strong, and 
you know, I think in the Six Nations we did it until the last game. Mm. So yeah, I think it's a challenge, a massive challenge, all four games are, but yeah. you know, like you said, I think it's, it's, it's been long enough now and I think just to stop people talking about how long it's been, it'd be nice. <laughs> listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. So it would be nice, but tough, of course. But back to domestic matters and a local derby match in Cardiff. Llandaff City against Llandaff North. Llandaff's first home game, Llandaff North's first outing this season. More than 200 people paying at the gate. A beer and burger stand out on the field, manned by club secretary Enduff Williams and visited by Rob Cobb. I got three... Have you can have any any choice of any other one? There's, there's some in there. I can get some more for you. Well, you got your bib on. You've been serving burgers and beers. What's it been like today? Oh, it's been a cracking day. Sort of big crowd, uh, lovely weather, and a great great result for Sandaf today against <laughs> yeah. uh, in in the local derby. Yeah. So, no, it's it's just nice to see rugby back on the calendar and everybody enjoying it. So, uh, no, lo- looking forward to the rest of the season. If only every Saturday was like this. Oh, it'd be superb, wouldn't it? Yes. So, uh, we, you've got the weather today, which really helps. The playing surface was absolutely fantastic. And it's just a, a good standard of rugby out there, so uh, lo- loved it all. And the other thing is the appetite for everyone, whether it's from the sideline or the, the coach or the, coach, the referees, the players really want to be back there. That's what's really interesting for us is that you know, rugby's been taken away from us and, and we really want to get back to playing rugby because it is what we you know, we aspire to do and uh, we all love it. So. And we were all concerned about the numbers game, but Landers North have had 40 people training, you've had so many. I mean, it's maybe not been as bad as people predicted. So our experience is we've had more people come back to play rugby. There's some data out there after the war that something similar happened, that more people came back to play rugby. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, that will continue and we'll be stronger than ever. Yeah. And a special day today, you've christened your new uh, dressing rooms. We have, yes. Yeah. So we've uh, been spending some money over, the, over the, uh, the, the enforced break. Uh, it was a good time to get the work done. It, you know, we, we needed to get, get the work done. But the new changing rooms are looking fantastic. And it now means we can have two, two teams at home every week, which is a real bonus for us. Facilities are hugely important as we're going into a, such a competitive sporting market. Uh, uh, yeah, it's rugby is an entertainment business. You need to have really good facilities, good opportunities for everyone. You've got to continue spending on, on your clubhouse to make sure that you've got the best facilities for the players. Well, I'm sorry I'm not Scott Quinnell. He came down last week and you had a great day, but I'm pleased I was here today to see this. And uh, you'll probably take a couple of quid in the bar today, given the heat. That's the hope, isn't it? So that we can get more people into the clubhouse again. It was great having Scott Quinnell here last week and with the Sky Van, but you're, Rob, you're more than welcome <laughs> here as well. So we love having you here. So. Great. Well, the first beer's on me. <laughs> Thank you. Landaff were 22-0 up at the break and it ended 34-12 with the new rules in play including being able to kick into the 22 from your own half and get the line out. Let's hear from the players now. Landaff North player coach Owen Prosser shortly but first Landaff captain Dave Hugo both talking to Rob Cole. What's it been like being back on the field after such a big gap? Uh, it's been really good. It's good to be back out there again. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of young boys who come back from university and whatnot. Um, it's good to see where we picked up. We picked up from where we left off, really. Yeah. Did you ever think we might not get to this stage? Uh, I don't think so. I think there's always WIU the perfect phases in place. Um, obviously, on the first lockdown, they had a phase 
come back prepared because then that failed, so that failed again, and then they had a new one in place again. So that came back. Now you've come back. Lots of people training, which is great. But I need an honest answer. Do you understand any laws yet? Uh, just about. Just I think there's a. It's going to take a bit of a while, and that's why it's good that this cup competition's been introduced. So not just for us, the referees, the coaches, the supporters, all adjust their new laws, and then by the time we come back into the main leagues, hopefully everybody will be fine-tuned and it'll be good to go. This seems the perfect way to come back in. There's no real jeopardy. You're playing locally, and you can get back to grips with what is a demanding game. Yeah, it's um, obviously playing 80 minutes after not playing here for two and a half years. It's a bit sore on the old body. I'm sure the youngsters will be perfectly fine come Monday. But it's just nice to get, get back into it. And like I said, with rugby, there's no easy way to get back into it. You put on the front line straight away and you go, your body's probably not going to agree with it at first, but slowly work back into it. The first try was the perfect 50-22 score, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They kicked out of their 22, full-back catches it. Perfect kick. You turn around and think, what a great attacking option. That was an example of the, the new Lawrence best. Yeah, and that's it, exactly. We also see it in Rugby League where they got, I think it's their 40-20, yeah. is it? And obviously, like I said before, it's going to take a bit of getting used to. But again, it promotes a bit more attacking rugby, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So once we kick it into the 22, we get another attack and play. Yeah. Because at the moment, obviously, it's a lot of... If you see, like, looking back on the Lions games, there's loads of emphasis on kicking, and it can be quite boring to watch sometimes. So if you're kicking in the right positions, so you get the ball back straight away, rather than about all this back-and-forth tennis, um, it's going to be good for a game. Great first half, two interception tries, 22-0. I was under the post for the end of North and they said, we're not getting nilled in this game. To be fair, they really came back in the second half. Yeah, to be honest, so no team wants to get nilled. And when you do go down 22-0, you've got, you got something to come back and prove on. And obviously, we had a bit of a lapse of concentration for about 20 minutes where we couldn't escape from our own 22. And fair play to them, they kept piling on the pressure. And it paid dividends in the end for them. Staying local is probably important as well because it means keep the players that little bit tighter. You don't have to worry about whether I'm off from work or this and the other. So it seems the perfect way to start. Yeah, it is. And uh, the thing is, obviously, the rugby community is quite, even though it's it's from a whole whole country within the communities. So like Landeth, Landeth North, Fairwater, Canton. It's only three miles between each each and every team, and also we know people who play for other teams, so it's always good to be back out on pitch with them as well. Great to see a crowd here today, and it was a real derby, wasn't it? Yeah, to be honest, we always get big crowds when it's a land of derbies. It's normally Boxing Day we have a good, the weekend following the Boxing Day is normally a really big crowd, and yeah. that's what it's all about, everybody coming together, watching some, hopefully, what they think is good rugby, and yeah. having a couple of beers afterwards. Desire to get back, I think, that I've seen here today from everyone. Whether yeah. it's the committee boys, whether it's the fans, the referee, the coaches, but more importantly, the players. We were worried that the players wouldn't return. Yeah, well, to be honest, being when rugby stopped, I was 27, and when it started again, I'm 30. So you could say probably I've missed my prime a little bit, but the good thing is we've got a load of youngsters that will come back from university and 
the way they play in training on the pitch gives you that little bit of extra motivation to get back into it. They're a little bit cheekiest generation, but the older boys permanent place where needed. Alan Jones is 35. You haven't come to your prime yet. Well, there's a difference between Dave Hugo and Alan Jones, I can assure you. <laughs> the weather today. Warm. Didn't help for the first game back. No, no, it? not for me. Not for being a ginger either. It's yeah. uh, difficult for me. So I prefer the shade. But um, uh, yeah, hot. Like, they've had a few games. It's our first league game. This this game, we've had a few games against Panath at Fenleys, but it's difficult to get into it. And you know, I haven't played for 18 months. A few of the other boys haven't played for 18, 18, 19 months because of COVID and stuff. So it's getting back into it, and then we'll see how we can get better. You know, good to see so many players on on both sides. You had some subs as well. That's I mean, the thing. Yeah, I we mean, haven't seen the drop off that some people predicted. I think from COVID, boys have been itching to play. We usually have 15, 16 boys training. We've had 30, 40 boys training, which is really positive. Younger boys and older ones now. Our youth team of an age now, they're coming up. So it's the senior level. Um, so in terms of boys being involved, obviously today different because we've got boys missing. Um, it's good to see a lot more boys getting involved. In it. They've, they've missed it, I think, playing rugby and this kind of social aspect of it now. Everyone had a few beers in the bar afterwards now. Um, I think everyone's been itching to get back onto the field as well. Yeah. So it's quite good. Half time must have been tough. That wasn't the great first, greatest first half, was it? No, no, we um, we realised two 14 points from two mistakes, two interceptions, um, I'm not sure who gave them. Um, but, uh, well, whatever was going to be, you say, but that's it. Yeah. They, they were both me, to be honest. But yeah, two interceptions, we couldn't get our second gear today. Fair play to them, they had good defence, good defensive line, and we just couldn't work our way around it. Yeah. So it was, yeah, that was it. Yeah. But the second half, I was standing at the far end, listening to the half-time team talk, we're not going to get nilled in this game. And you certainly didn't, and you came back and you gave a better, yeah. much better account. You, you know, the boys, this is a game that everyone wants to play and there's a boys that nobody wants to be nilled and obviously in a boys that we a game that we target so yeah we got our structure a bit more the heart's always there you know the boys are always going to want to put their body in line during this game and i think it was just um getting back on the front foot every now and then and seeing what we could do the new laws still getting used to him i think the referee still gave him as well uh he, he openly said before the game look at new laws uh, we'll, we'll try and work around them it's a learning curve for everyone i think the first this little ball competition this play competition the you know the, however it's going uh, will be a learning curve then after the, the christmas break if they have a break it'll be good to get into the league kind of setup with a bit more information and a bit more continuation of other rules yes, yes. getting back to normality but in many ways this is the perfect way to start yeah exactly it? yeah i think no it's real jeopardy idea. you're playing you're learning and unless we've heard the referees are learning as yeah. are the fans i think it's a really good a good, really good way of, of, of easing teams back into rugby all the games are local you know obviously this is a derby game for us but our kind of bowl is all in cardiff if the six teams in there and like you said it's easing teams back into rugby easing teams back into new rules and same for referees yeah. so it's, it's quite good great 50 22 try in the, that first half yeah first when, you know i'm not sure who yeah. was touch uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm not sure either. i think it's a scrum half <laughs> but i wonder whether that's going to be another way you have to be careful coming out of your 22 now don't you yeah definitely i think it's something we we hadn't even spoke about with the boys but uh yeah it was a good kick on the 15 or the 10 yeah. did it um and obviously you know something they've obviously thought about uh, and we hadn't yeah um, but you know we've we got to get boys clued up on, on the rules as well so that's what it is steady scrumming uh, you know on halfway keep it there turn it one way scrum half kick to the corner yeah you get a line and all of a sudden attacking options are different yeah it does yeah yeah things happen that way and then you know it's, we gave away a try 
we could we could have scored a try, should have scored a try in the second half uh, on their try line, and they scored even the length of the pitch and score. Same in the second half, you know, we're down on the, on the try line with the driving mall, uh, the ball gets turned over, and they come down the end of the pitch and score a try again. So little things, you know, if we got the tries where we should be finishing them off, then it'd be a different story. But um, it is what it is, I suppose. Did you ever think we'd get to this stage where we'd be back on the pitch and playing properly? Um, to be honest, no. But um, I'm glad we are. I'm glad, you know, this, this, this is what people want to do in it, it's, especially when the weather's like this. Everyone's out, you know, the game is the game. The, the, the good bit is after the game, isn't it? The, yes. Before the game and after the game is where people have a good time. So it's good to see everyone down here enjoying it. Get those outside halves fit as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah, we need to, don't we? <laughs> so plenty of focus from the referee, but sometimes it's easy to forget about them. So let's hear from Gareth Butler, again with Rob Cole. Gareth, hot today. How was it other than that? Very good, very positive, uh, good open play, uh, players behaved very well, it was, it was a very good spectacle of rugby for sure. First or second game for you? Second game of the season. Second game of the season and how's the reception been? Very good, yeah, considering all the differences that are applying with, uh, with law variations and the COVID-19 changes, uh, players are responding very well and so are spectators. It can't have been difficult for the players but certainly must have been difficult for referees. Indeed, yes, yeah, trying to remember what the laws used to be versus what they are now is hard enough. I'm trying to explain them to the players during the course of the event as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, a little bit of education, but everyone responded well to that, so yeah. that's good. How have you found the players? Are desperate to get back and uh, enjoying it? Yeah, I think everybody's been missing rugby for 18 months, referees included. So I think everyone's looking forward to get back. It's been played in good spirits and stuff, so that's great. What did you do for 18 months? Ate too much, probably. <laughs> <laughs> We forget about the referees, huge part of the game. It must be frustrating for you and you wonder A, whether you're going to pick up the whistle again and, and B, whether you're going to keep your fitness up or have to be able to get back, I guess. Yeah, I think fitness was, was a big challenge, obviously, but also the, the mental speed of match decisions is the biggest thing to get used to again. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's sometimes where the referee doubts the decision that's been made, maybe, or, or a decision that should have been made, and that makes a bit of a challenge for us, but uh, slowly we'll get there. Nice to go back to bed on a Saturday night, not having ringing in your ears, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's been a positive uh, response from spectators too, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, and we saw a great first try from a 50-22. Indeed, yeah. Uh, that was a thing, and I wondered how a referee's coping with that. Uh, I think we're practicing probably reading the variations every night before bedtime and mentally preparing before the game, I think, to, to go through every eventuality. So yeah. uh, I, th I think we're probably all pretty much there with it. And is it hard on the neck swiveling around just to check where they kicked from? Uh, it's hard on the neck, it's hard on the knees, the hips, it's hard on everything. Yeah, great. <laughs> but great to be back. Very much so, yes, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was all great to hear. Plenty more next week on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast, but until then, goodbye.